You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! One, two... A second pre-season game and a second pre-season win, although not a huge deal to write home about. But that doesn't mean we've not got an action-packed Let Me Talk for you. We'll get into the game, we'll hear from Jack Grealish, and there's more on the tour from Sam. I'm David Mooney in Manchester, joined by the Athletic City correspondent Sam Lee in Tokyo. Hello. Hello, all right. Yeah, how's things? Tour, tour going well? Yeah, yeah, very well. Um, got some energy back. If people notice a, a shift in energy between the first half and the second half of this is because the second half was recorded before the game and the first half was recorded after we spoke to Grealish and stuff actually happened afterwards. So, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling energised, which is lucky because it's 11pm and I'm buying <laughs> a career tomorrow and Good. my baggage situation is frankly a shambles because I bought too many toys. Excellent. So are you, are you literally going to have to pay extra for baggage? This is, the, the, I mean, we're already yeah, diving into the, yeah, the, the terrible part of the podcast, so let's just not do that. Um, yep. you've, you've also broken the uh, smoke and mirrors aspect of the way we've recorded this. So uh, so, so yes. Im- immediately that's, uh, that's out the window. Um, yeah, we're friends, aren't we? Yeah, let's, uh, Mavericks, that's what we are. Um, let's start then with... Um, Something that happened pre-game, um, because uh, this was you speaking to uh, Guardiola in the press conference uh, about his assistants. Hi Pep, you've lost two assistants this summer. Um, first of all, what are your thoughts on the, the assistant managers that you've lost? Mm. Um, and is there any process in terms of replacing them? And how is it for you on this tour to not have two people to b- bounce some ideas off? I don't know what happened with my assistant managers, so I take care of them incredibly well and all the time they drop me. Yeah, so so if you want to come to the bench, I have a space now. So there we go. No answer, absolutely at all from him there. <laughs> no, but honestly, when he said that, like notable people. I mean, not like I'm not saying fucking cheeky Bagheera's time was in there, but like people who know me and know my questions looked as if to say like you'd fucking love that, wouldn't you? And <laughs> probably fifty percent that, fifty percent that. And fifty percent, like you're obviously going to say something stupid, or like, like stand up and try and leave with him. And I just went, I just left it. I was like, I was self-aware enough to think, I'm too stupid to say anything witty in front of this room of people. I'm just going to let that one sit there, um, knowing full well that yes, I would very much like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was yeah, that that was fun. But um, they seem to be getting on just fine. Well, I'll say they seem to be getting on just fine. That game was a shocker, wasn't it? It was. Um, I mean, yeah, it wasn't the most entertaining. I'll be honest, but you know, it is what it is. Um, it, it, what, what's the phrase? A good fitness exercise is that? That's the, that's the sort of thing that Brian's gun would uh, would clip up. Uh, yeah, minutes in the legs. I think he did that one yeah. the other day. In fact, did we mention that one? We, we mentioned. Mention we mentioned already, one. I we? couldn't remember what the phrase was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the assistance, because obviously uh, the talk is Juan Malio um, coming back. Uh, the move is uh, still it's still on the cards, but it's, there's compensation around it. Is that what it is? He said because Jack asked him. He was like, "Is one of the names Juan Malio?" He was like, "He's in he's in Qatar under contract. It's expensive." Or maybe he said before it was expensive, but he said he's in Qatar under contract anyway. But like, he isn't, is he? Like, he got released from that contract. Um, but just to kind of address that. Yeah, he got released from that contract. And yeah, what, what, whatever we said last time still stands. Whatever yeah. was aggregated last time 
<laughs> we'll probably be aggregated again. Yeah, well, uh, let's get you aggregated on uh, Guardiola then, shall we? Because um, oh. that's, uh, that, that's, that's been doing the rounds. It has been doing the rounds in a classic aggregation style. It wasn't, yeah, I wasn't supposed to link those two things together, but that's worked quite seamlessly. Uh, it's kind of been reported that like, there's a new bid gone in from like a kind of a kind of commentary piece in Build about um, Guardiola and just the situation basically. Um, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of been aggregated as a new bid's gone in, ninety million euros plus like ten million add-ons or just plus add-ons, but it's not necessarily a new new info. You know, City are saying there's no bid gone in. Uh, no fresh bid gone in, I should say. Um, but look, yeah, in terms of, don't worry, it's, the situation is how it is. What the Build article did say and what we've been saying and what is this, the situation, it's nothing to really worry about. It's just negotiating. I think Build said, it may have even been yesterday, um, it's just about the, not so much the structure of the add-ons, but whether they're achievable or not. But um, look, um, Leipzig needs to, I think they still need the money. There may have been something out there, but because they'd sold Sabasly, apparently I said it perfectly the other week. I don't think that was quite the same um, <laughs> because they sold him to Liverpool. They don't need the money, but I think they still do need the money, um, or at least they can't afford to to turn up their nose. So eventually it will get sorted out. But yeah, the latest stuff that's coming out of Germany isn't quite like bang, new bid's gone in. Let's see what happens. It's just a kind of this is where the this is where the negotiations are at at the most recent point that Bill knew about by a reporter who's on the tour with them wherever they are. Um, but yeah, the expectation is still that it's all moving in the right direction. And also because Ake went off injured, I don't know how he is actually because he was he was doing mixed zone while we were speaking to Grealish, um, but he went off injured. It kind of reminded me about the Newcastle game at the start of last season when he went off injured and then Pep was like, we haven't got enough cover. And they went and signed a Kanji. Yeah. And obviously the fact that they got a Kanji was like a big like gift from the club to him, which helped convince him that you know the club is still doing everything for me I should renew my contract and obviously it's it's maybe slightly different now or at least we can't generalize because that happened before that it will happen again but you know it's possible maybe the peps goes come on lads speed it up a bit but we'll see the uh the other line before we get into Grealish Sam uh, I saw uh, online this week um was a little tidbit about uh, Michael Olise um city like but don't love him maybe her, um, <laughs> yeah, I said what I said about Alise last time. Like, I think it's it's one of the options. I think they want a Premier League player. Um, I don't know who it is, but apparently it's they're either looking Premier League or they've got Premier League players in mind. Um, but that's the kind of situation with Mahrez. And I know that's dragging on a bit, considering he was left off the tour, because you'd think it would have been done and dusted by now. Um, as far as City are concerned, it's all sorted. They just need to sort it out at the other end. Um, so that's the kind of latest on on the old right wing situation. But look, yeah. we'll find out soon enough. I know people m- might not have the patience, or maybe it's not good enough to say we'll find out soon enough. But look, we will. Yeah. Um, let's get into Jack Grealish. Uh, this is what he had to say after the two uh, one win over Bayern Munich. No, I like training in these conditions. You know, um, probably gets you. F- I think probably gets you fitter, and uh, it's. It obviously prepares you well then for the season, you know, when you go back in there, um, back, to, back to England and it's a bit cooler, so no, I love it, I don't like training in these conditions. I mean, it's not much with the charity shield and then the Super League it's not too much of a break for the team, No, but listen, I've said to a few of guys already, I'm desperate to win the Community Shield, but obviously I've been here now for, this is my third year, I've played in two finals in the Community Shield and I've lost them both, so... Um, 
Nam desperately, you know, as a footballer, you want to you want to win everything as much as possible, but you also want to just win everything once. That's what I want to do as well. At least once. Yeah, you take it off, don't you? Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, I've lost, I've lost, uh, yeah, lost out on two. So I'm desperate to to try and get one of them medals. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it has, yeah, but no, I think not for the first two, three weeks after we won the travel. Uh, no, I didn't really take it in, if I'm honest, but, you know, now, now it's been a while. Um, now it's been a while, and yeah, I've, I've, um, I've come to terms with it, and it's still you know, one of the best, and, well, the best season of my life, and, uh, you know, the best few weeks of my life, especially, uh, especially towards the last few weeks of the season. What were those weeks like? No, it was tense. Um, you know, I think if you go back to to when we was in in the international break in March, I think um, you're looking at it then and you're thinking, are we even going to win anything this year? Because obviously out of the Carabao Cup, we were second in the league. We were um, we were obviously still in, you know, the I think was it the quarter final I think in March of the Champions League, and then obviously the semi final of the FA Cup. So we still had. So much to play for, and you look at it from then, you're thinking, are we going to win anything this year? And then, um, and then, listen, I think we had the after that international break, especially in April. I think we played nine or ten games, I think, and we drew one. I think it was, I think, away at Bayern Munich, which we obviously didn't have to win. But every other game, apart from that, we won, and I think we were just unstoppable. You know, I think that at that period, that was the um, the most unstoppable. I've felt playing in a team in my whole career, whether that be United or England or, or here at City. I just, you know, I just had so much belief and then obviously you know, going on to win the trouble. Going back to the medals, I mean, you, you're in a squad that got like four or five Premier League, FA Cups, League Cups. Have you got to be good at like, good way? Well, yeah, obviously, listen, I think that's why. I think that's why we're, we're at a top, a top club like this, and I think that's why we're so successful because everyone just wants to win. We have talent, we have, we have everything. You know, we have the experience, we have the young guys, we have, obviously, like I said, the, the pure talent. But you need everything. You need that winning mentality as well, and that's um, definitely what we've got here. It's looked like you and Erling were really happy to see each other after the, after the break. <laughs> nah, he was happy to see me. <laughs> How would you describe your relationship? It seems like a, a real problem. Yeah, no, we get on really well, you know. Um, obviously, well, I wouldn't say similar ages, but I think there's a three or four years difference between us. But no, we, we get on really well, you know, on and off the pitch. Um, he's a great guy, honestly, so humble um, and obviously an unbelievable footballer. Um, yeah, obviously, I met up with him over the summer in, in South of France and, you know, went for some food and stuff uh, with him. Um, but yeah, I hadn't seen him then for a while, so yeah, it was nice to see. It was nice to see everyone. Um, you know, I think I seen Ruben say the other day about Kovacic, said something like that we're so close, or I couldn't believe how close we are. And listen, we don't just say that for no reason. That is, is the general truth. Um, we have such a great group here, and uh, hopefully, you know, it can continue. Is obviously, you know, lost um, obviously Gundo, who was a massive, a massive part um, of us. But listen, football is. You know, you, you make so many good friends along the way, and but in, at the end, you know, people do come and go. So it's it's obviously sad, but um, you know, we have a great team here and a, and a very very uh, strong group. Just thinking that photograph, Jack. Just thinking the photograph of you on the bus, iconic, iconic image. Nah, it's all right, weren't it? No, it was good. Um, 
No, it was a nice photo. Uh, got a might have to get. Yet. No, not yet. I might have to get it framed yeah, in my house or somewhere. Um, but no, I think you know it was uh, well deserved. Um, you know, after winning the treble, and uh, yeah, it's a nice photo and something that will you know bring me just good memories. I think forever. Do you have to bring your brother with the early squad? Do you think the harmony is like helped by the fact that you actually all live close together as well? But everyone seems to be in the city centre or the squad, but you are quite like you live close by, and it's just like nature. Um, yeah. Well, you. I don't know. No, not really. I just think. I don't know. I, don't, I actually can't explain what it is. Like I've obviously played in teams before where. Um, you know, you have like little cliques and stuff, uh, people that, you know, the same nationality or something. But, you know, I love uh, Bernardo as much as I love the English guys, you know, and that's one good thing that we have, you know, me, Ruben, Bernardo, we get on so well together, all of us. And um, it's just nice, man, you know, coming into training every day and feel like in that, you're, that you're playing, you know, and training with um, a group of friends. And, and you know, we've always had good, since I've been here, we've always had brilliant captains that, that, you know, do stuff off the pitch that keep the team together, you know, whether that just be team meals, you know, um, it can be anything. Uh, but I think it all, always helps. So um, hopefully, you know, that can continue. That was uh, Jack Grealish uh, speaking to uh, the press afterwards. Um, he's a, he's an interesting guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, he oh, he's obviously really good in the media. We know that. Um, he doesn't do mix-own often. I think the last time he did it was pre-season last year. And it's quite funny tonight. Um, I'm going to do something on The Athletic about it. Um, hopefully saying this helps me put those words in order. Because uh, he walked through the mixer and he was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, I'm, I'm not allowed. Well, here you are. Anyway, we got to the end <laughs> and there was two Japanese fellas with a with a shirt and they were like bouncing up and down, like dancing. And he was like dancing with them. I didn't quite get that bit on camera, but he was dancing with them. And he, they wanted him to sign the shirt. Um, but they had a ballpoint pen or something. He was like, I can't do that. He'll rip the shirt. He was like, has anyone got a Sharpie? So he was like, standing around shouting for a Sharpie. Someone from City ran off to get one. Then Walker went over and they were like dancing again. So he started dancing a bit. Then Walker walked off and Grealish went, they want you to sign the shirt. He was like, it's your shirt because I had Grealish 10 on the back. And he was like, no, sign the front. So he came back and then someone was like, Kyle, are you coming to Bayern Munich? He ignored that. Um, signed the shirt, he went. And then Simon Mullock from the from the Sunday Mirror, he, he'd gone round to where this was happening and said to Grealish, come on, we, we do the interview. And he was like, I'm not allowed. He was like, yeah, you, you are allowed. He said, it's fine. Grealish went all right then, so we all ran round um, and got the six minutes with him. And like, it's it's just also a shame because those people from City were like, right, come on, the bus is leaving, so we got to, it's got to be done now. Otherwise, we might have we might have pushed it up to ten minutes. Um, but it was interesting, wasn't it? Him saying, I wanted to ask him what he thought personally was a turning point for last season. Yeah, because it was interesting him saying there he felt that unbeatable. In March, was they it? they like, didn't yeah. really think, yeah, unstoppable. And but obviously before that, so he said in that interview in March he wasn't sure if they were going to win anything because of how the performances were going. But obviously he was playing well before that, so I'd still be interested to know what his personal turning point was. As you may have heard on the recording as well, obviously there's a lot of shouting over each other. It's a bit of a, a shambles, these situations. Um, but it was good to hear from him. Um, we heard from Foden as well, but that'll be that'll be for another day. Um, so we got still to come. Rodri Foden, not bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, good to hear from Grealish. And look, it kind of brightened up the game because, I mean, we also heard from McAtee, but he doesn't have a lot to say, McAtee. He's a quiet lad. Uh, he's very confident but very quiet um, yeah interesting one you know, obviously last summer 
City were kind of what well, they definitely wanted to keep him around, not necessarily because he was going to play, but just for depth and development and stuff. But he was like, no, I want to go play. Um, and it'd be interesting to see how that develops this you, summer. You as would well, imagine this summer they would be absolutely desperate for him to stay for depth at the moment. Yeah, but at the same time, if it's not, I mean, that that may be because he, he might be closer. Because look, if you're thinking it's going to be Bernardo and Foden and De Bruyne as the attacking midfielders uh, and Kovacic at times, then yeah, you need it for the FK someone gets injured on his rest. But he's looking at it and it's the same as last season going, well, that's four world-class players and I've just had a great season so I want to go and play. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that one develops with him. But obviously he scored the goal. Um, not much was going on in that first half if we're going to actually talk about the game. But Bayern had better chances or at least went closer, more shots. Um, Rico Lewis obviously looked really good. Him playing yeah. as an actual number eight is, you know, interesting. You know, that kind of versatility, you can take it for granted, really. I thought um, that... Obviously, we, we know that from his academy days, he can be like holding midfielder and right back and he's done the kind of, the two when he played left back the other night and he played left back at Spurs and all that kind of thing. But, you know, being a number eight and also then dropping into holding midfield when City didn't have the ball. And just the way he got... He, he, Sometimes he, I mean, he almost lost it before the goal, didn't he? But he's just yeah. so persistent. He's just like, it's like he's going to have that trait. He's just always going to win it back. A bit like Alvarez in that respect. I mean, Alvarez didn't do much on the night. But, you know, Alvarez generally, like, he's always sniffing around. He's never going to give you a minute's piece. Um, Lewis is a bit like that. I was going to say, I thought, um, and I don't, like, I'm just throwing kind of ideas at the wall here and, and seeing what sticks. But, like, if we were to create a. Um, kind of sliding scale of where players are based on um, their what their potential role is in the first team from the the youth teams, um, and like from the from the young players at the moment, Lewis is obviously the closest. He's played the most minutes in the first team uh, last season as well. Um, there was there was just a little thing. So I, I know the two halves were different, and they played in both teams played entirely different teams in in the first half and second half. Um, and like we talked a little bit about Oscar Bob on the on the last show, and and like when he came on, I thought he was quite bright. But there were moments in there where I thought you can see the decision making still needs to be fine tuned, and you can see that like there's there's moments where he maybe tried to play the ball into the box, or he maybe tried to to take on his man or something. Where like if you'd had the senior player in that position, they wouldn't have done that. They'd have made a different decision and they'd have kept the ball and moved it in a different way, and. I don't know if that's first off that could just be me imposing what I would what I expect senior players would do in that situation into that situation. But let's let's assume that that they would have made a different uh, a different decision. The, you come back round to the first half and you look at, at McAtee and Lewis. I thought Lewis's decision making throughout was generally pretty sound and McAtee kind of like a lot closer to him than I was than, than I was maybe expecting. There was there were moments where McAtee uh, gave the ball away trying something but it was always in a in a position where you thought if that was Grealish or if that was Mares or if that was whoever they might have tried that same thing. I don't know does that does that make sense? Uh yeah it does. Um I, I think that's that's part of the process isn't it? Um I suppose part I mean I guess it's a bit chicken and egg, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe maybe Lewis is in that position in the first team because he was making those right decisions in the first place. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. now, well, and you know, and obviously he's got better. Whereas now, obviously Bob's getting those opportunities, but it's either because he hasn't had the first team exposure, he hasn't quite got used to it in terms of playing in the first team, or maybe he hasn't quite got that decision making that Lewis had, and that's the difference. Um, I, I guess I guess we'll find out. I guess somebody who's watched Bob a lot and really knows his stuff would know already but that's not me um, so I, I guess we'll find out but um, yeah with Lewis but he looks at home or you know he, he doesn't 
I would say he still doesn't look like as good and as slick as the others, but that's fine. But he obviously does look more at home than than the younger ones. And McAtee, McAtee was saying afterwards, he, he was a bit down on his own performance. He was like, I want to be affecting games a bit more, which is obviously interesting because he scored. But he didn't do an awful lot other than scoring, did he? Yeah. Which obviously he's kind of admitted himself afterwards. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, I mean, Bernardo was kind of sharp, um, you know, just the little touches and all that kind of stuff. Um, classic Bernardo, he, he's still doing that. Edison was good in the first half. I've not seen a, a proper angle of a replay of the save in the second mm. half. A couple of people said to me, he clawed it away. It looked closer to him than that. It just looked like he should have held on to it, but it spilled and they and they, and they they scored from it. I have, um, I have sympathy, and, but, you know, goal is union. So, yeah, not sure. Right, okay. Well, fine. Um, Peroni's good. Peroni is good. We've said that before. They really like him. But again, I think there's a bit of a gap between they really like him and is he actually going to play, which I, I suppose you could put back McAtee in that bracket as well. But Peroni is good, isn't he? He's a good player. Yeah. Um, like, even so, like if he does go on loan, you'd like to think, oh, maybe he comes back in future and does something. Maybe it's like the Douglas Luiz thing where he goes to Girona and then he's like, a good Premier League player. Douglas Luiz has nearly gone to Arsenal in the past. You know, it wouldn't surprise you if Peroni, especially because it's Arteta now, it wouldn't surprise you if Peroni ended up somewhere like that in a couple of years or a top team in Spain. Um, because he does look, he does look really good. I know it's only pre-season, but generally he's really tidy, and, and they do really like him a lot. Coming up after a short ad break, we'll talk a little bit more about City's pre-season so far, and get some more reaction to the game against Bayern Munich. See you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy, and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. I was going to bring up Kovacic because uh, he seemed pretty oh, yeah, tidy. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, he seemed tidy. Very, very, very tidy. Very tidy. Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I also like how he how he carries it. Because um, obviously you don't really get that with Rodri. You bring the ball forward, but Kovacic is like, right, I'm going to beat you now. I'm going to drive this ball up the pitch, mm. which is just another, another way of doing it, um, you know, as long as he doesn't get tackled while he's doing it but it's the same thing as Rodri like we mentioned that pass in the Champions League final as long as you don't give it away it's the same thing as long as you don't lose the possession it's just knowing about the right time to do it and, and, and when not to do it um, yeah he looked really good I mean I knew he was kind of press resistant anyway from watching him at Chelsea and having seen him against City you know he'll drop his shoulder and wriggle through a couple of players even you know City players who are you know some of the best in terms of the counter pressing and, and all that kind of stuff winning the ball back high up the pitch. And he's very good at getting away from it. So we knew that, but he, he is, yeah, he's very comfortable on the ball. Bayern looked, they looked, they looked a bit sharper than City in terms of trying to win the ball back and stuff, but City was still very good at knocking it around him. And Kovacic was a big part of that. And yeah, I liked him running with the ball. And like a lot, like a lot of people noted on Twitter, he looks quick uh, as he does it. Um, yeah, uh, look, it's, it is early days yet. 
and we know that's a difficult position to to adapt to. Look at Rodri and look at Phillips for various you know, different reasons. But I, I, like, I like the look of him for sure. Um, like I said the other day, not everything he tried paid off, and there was a couple of analyst things that he um, obviously needed to to adapt and fix that we talked about in the last show. But I did like how he was trying those balls in behind. And Pep mentioned after the game about it's important for him to play different positions. So if we're talking about attacking midfield and, and defensive midfield and another Gundogan effectively, I'm sorry, he's never going to escape that comparison. Yeah. Then it, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. I like him. Yeah. I know we're going to be speaking to him in Korea. So I'll mention that later on with a bit of clairvoyance there. Um, <laughs> we're to speak to him in Korea. So, so that'd be really interesting to see how he's fitting in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, there's one other name I wanted to mention from City Squad, um, and again we, we've talked a lot about him recently, and it's kind of been up and down and various different um, aspects of this. Um, I was I know again comes with a caveat of different half, different teams, and Bayern were very much a lot more undercooked in the second half than they were in the first half. Um, I thought Phillips looked pretty good, you know. Um, yeah, I mean there were times actually when. He was in the kind of sticky situation where he could have lost the ball, but, but used it quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah but used it, but used it quite well. Yeah, I'm, I must admit um, it's the first time I've 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 watched uh, I've I've watched it and thought actually maybe that second season thing could come back round. Maybe this, maybe with with a yeah, little yeah, with with a maybe. few more games here and there, maybe maybe there is a chance. I'd, I'd previously thought there was no chance at all, but I I think maybe there is a chance. I mean, like we said before, there's always a chance. Maybe it's a very slim kind of this happens, this happens, this happens. But yeah, mate, maybe. I, I just I really um, I can't say it again. So yeah, that's it. That's it basically. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he did he did look he did look fine second half. Um, I wouldn't have thought to to mention him, but that the. The second half was particularly bad, wasn't it? I thought it, I thought it was bad anyway. I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm down on things. So I'm obviously I'm loving being in Tokyo. Um, but it, it wasn't a great game in the second half. It was it was weird in the second half because it was like okay, well we're one nil up, so let's keep it. And it was like well you could try stuff. It was interesting actually. Foden did an interview on the pitch after the game, and I think they asked him what did Pep say to you at half time, and he said uh, try and break the lines with passes, get in the pockets, and don't give the ball away. Now, obviously, it, it's fairly fairly obvious that I suppose, but you do wonder with that breaking the line with the passes and don't give the ball away. It's kind of where they came unstuck last year, trying to play the balls in behind to Harland. Like they've got to do that, but also don't give the ball away stupidly. Like it's a difficult line to tread that. And obviously, yeah. I was going to say better players than Foden because I was thinking Bernardo and Gundogan. But I mean, Christ, it's yeah. not a bad list of three. I was going to say um, that the, the, like, the more experienced, like, just yeah. Yeah, br- fellow brilliant players <laughs> of. of as well as Foden have struggled with it. So, um, yeah, it, it's an interesting little balance to get right that. Um, but I guess that's just the ongoing thing of, of playing for Pep and do everything perfectly all the time, no matter how difficult it is. But it's training, but Christ, it's, it's gotten this far. Yeah, you don't. Uh, you, you, you're allowed to say better players than me because that because of them they are numerous. I was but, not going to. When I, you say I was better, not going to say that. No. Yeah, but better players than uh, than Phil Foden. I mean, there's, there's it could like in that position could probably be in single figures. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's probably true, isn't it, in terms of Bernardo and Gundogan? Yeah, but purely because of years, years and experience. Uh, if he's not there already, he'll get there soon. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we spoke to him after the game as well. I'm not going to go into it too much because. I mean, there wasn't an awful lot into it, but it's just interesting, isn't it? We've talked about it before, playing through the middle. Um, and yeah, in fact, we talked about it on the last show as well. It's just that, you know, that the, the one-on-ones with the keeper, just yeah. put them away, put them away. 
put them away and then we're flying. But look, it is early days, isn't it? And, you know, Pep was kind of saying, look, when I was younger, I was grumpy about everything. Uh, and, you know, you kind of got to get on with it because he was saying, like, it's hot, basically, and there's loads of commercial stuff. But he was like, you know, in the past, I would have moaned about it, whereas now I'm, re I'm merely going to mention it in passing. So it's obviously annoying him. They can't really train because it's too hot and there's loads of other stuff getting in the way. So it's hardly an ideal from our preparations for him. He said, if people say go there, we go with a big smile, try to do good training sessions and not get injuries and come back. So basically that's how he, that's how he's feeling about preseason at the minute. Um, but look, as we know, they'll, they'll soon catch up. Um, and yeah, later on, we kind of talk about it being a better preseason than they've had recently in terms of players. So in terms of players coming back from, from World Cups and stuff. So when we get to that bit, use that context yeah <laughs> um final question then sam um and i say this with uh, an, uh, with a laughing emoji in my thoughts um bring sane home go away <laughs> i'm too tired for i'm too tired for jokes okay <laughs> um, <I'm>, uh, <laughs> yeah the sane thing is yeah he was great wasn't he yeah um have you seen the yeah. thing with walker afterwards Walker and Sane? I have not. Yeah, there was a little bit of uh, play fighting with them um, that Diaz came in and, and broke up. And um, it was clear that it was just like, it was just old mates that had not seen each other. But I, I was just mm. like, uh, oh, that's that's a really nice relationship. Then I realised that Walker's probably off to Bayern and Diaz has never met Sane before, like in the context of yeah. being a teammate. <laughs> yeah, the Diaz thing is, is I mean, I suppose it's, it's classic Diaz, isn't it? But like him getting involved, like you'd imagine literally anybody else in the team, well, not literally, but most of the players in the team would be like, oh, come on. But him breaking it up is a bit odd but I mean look maybe um, I mean it's not beyond the realms of uh, possibility that because Sane is in Manchester quite a bit or has been quite a bit they know each other and presumably saw some of his old mates yeah Diaz has probably met him as well um, so yeah but anyway look um, I, I, was, I was always positive on Diaz anyway but since we've spoken to him and he's he's been so good to, to speak to even more so and, of, and also the small matter of being great as City won the treble last season um, <laughs> I'm especially warm to Diaz now so fair play he can do what he wants yeah fair enough um, and say what he wants yeah and write what he wants on Instagram yeah in, in whatever tone he wants to say <laughs> Yeah, is this like one of those hostage situations where it's like uh, you know they say you've got um, you've got access to your social media to convince everyone that everything's yeah. okay? What are you going to say to uh, to prove to say that you actually need help? No, that would be uh, it's time to bring Sane back. <laughs> That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. If you subscribe on Memberful, then uh, we got a couple of interviews for you, haven't we, Sam? Yeah, we do. Uh, John Stones and, and Nathan Ake. Uh, pretty interesting in different ways um, in fact yeah both gave insights in, in different ways you know Stones was talking about his preparations for the Champions League final and how he did stuff differently and Ake's been talking about the stuff that Pep's been like, specific stuff that Pep's been talking to them about in pre-season this year to make sure that they don't rely on the Champions League final and think the job's done so yeah interesting stuff in, in different respects um, and yeah this tour's been been alright for, for interviews clearly and we've, we've, we're learning a lot about the team well if you uh, sign up with Memberful you can hear that um, those ad free episodes are longer and they're out earlier as well you can find out more on lmtpod.com if you want to send us an email hello at lmtpod.com is the email address we're also on Twitter Instagram and TikTok just search for lmtpod there's plenty of extra content completely free on there as well uh, thank you very much for listening we'll see you next time <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 